Hello, this is Lori Wenter of Your Life Core, and today is July 17th, 2018, and I got an urge earlier today from my angels and guides to do a podcast today, and so I posted a question on my Facebook business page as to what topics you might want to hear about if I were to do a podcast today, and so I'm going to talk about a few of those. And with me, I invited my son Jacob Wonder to join me because Jake always has some really good insight to topics and, and some of the topics today, I think that he would have some insight. So Jake, welcome. Um, welcome listeners. You get to sit in my office here in Minnesota. And one of the questions that was posed is, um, what's going on with the current energy and feeling so tired and so emotional. And I actually have been hearing that quite a bit from my clients. There's a number of planetary influences uh, happening. Um, I went into greater detail of the planet transitions in my July monthly energy call. You can you can find that on my Facebook business page. Um, but some of the planet shifts that we're in right now is Mars is retrograde and Mars is all about drive and moving forward. And it being in retrograde is a time for us to pause and for us to reflect and to take anything that we've absorbed or gathered external to us for a time period, let's say six months or eight months, and now internalize it and kind of figure out and adjust how it applies to us. And when we do that, we often get tired. It's it's almost as if the physical body needs the extra energy. The emotional body creates or has all these different filtering mechanisms that filters out. Think about all the news stories, all the conversations, all the interactions that you've had for like the last six or eight months and your emotional field and your mental field and your spiritual field are filtering out what's relevant to you. And that's kind of the, the energy that we're in right now. Um, amongst that filtering, though, other planets such as Jupiter um, and a few other planets I'll maybe touch on here are pushing us to change those filters and so some of us might be confused in that. If, if we had a feeling or we had a particular belief about something in our life and it's popping up for us right now, um, and suddenly we find that our shifting or things that we were tolerant of in the past are, were no longer tolerant. So there's a lot of planets that are shifting and we are shifting and our filtering mechanism is um, is in play there. Pluto is another heavy influence. Um, Pluto is about total transformation and and kind of has a little bit of rebellion to us. So if you find that you're rebelling against some things or you're totally shifting, uh, uh, you're evolving into a higher place, it could be that influence of Pluto as well as Neptune. Neptune is retrograde. Um, and people have asked if Mercury is retrograde. Mercury won't be retrograde until August. But there's a lot of planets that are dancing around each other that are creating the opportunity for us to look at how we look at life. 
from an internal standpoint and then to adjust or change our filtering mechanism so that going into the later months like September and October, we actually will have different filters. We'll actually begin to look at things differently and um, from a heart perspective. Any thoughts on that or any comments or questions for me? Yeah, I have one question actually. So me personally, I um, I don't feel the planetary shifts as much as other people I know. Um, right now, at least, I have in the past. Um, but I actually feel like I have more energy now. So I'm wondering, do the planets affect different signs differently? They Absolutely, and that's a great question. They, I, I tend to speak from a general standpoint. Okay. And I get to see patterns with the clients that I have. So if I've seen a lot of clients that have a particular thing that they're addressing or dealing, it it gives me an indication also as to how the majority or how um, more people are being impacted by this energy. But you're absolutely right. It's our birth sign uh, does dictate uh, how we are dealing with these energies. And everybody is going through evolution. Everybody is going. You cannot escape it. But where these signs hit you in your astrological chart might tell you where in your life you're feeling it the most. So, for example, if um, in astrology there are the planetary houses. So, for example, your first house is about your individuality, your, your personality and everything. But if, let's say, um, Jupiter is how we enjoy ourselves and expand our understanding. Let's say Jupiter is sitting in that first house it's going to impact you a lot more than if Jupiter is is sitting in, you know, um, a house of, let's say, third house is communication, or uh, your tenth house is more about your, your career, those types of things. So it depends on where it's hitting you. Okay, great question, though. One of the things that I talked about in the July call, too, was uh, about the shifting of our heart energy, like how we are experiencing love. And um, I loved that call because it was new to me also. It was like new information to me too. And so I've been sitting with that a lot recently. And I think that that kind of fits in with this feeling of like, why are we so tired and emotional? Um, Some people have done their emotional work. A lot sooner or a lot quicker and some people are kind of doing the slow work so it's taking a longer period of time so it also depends not just astrology wise but are you doing the work very quickly or are you choosing or is the soul choosing to stretch it out like over a 10-year period versus just a few months um, it also depends on if you're catching up and what I'm seeing also, most recently, are there are soul groups. We belong to soul groups or soul families. And sometimes there are people within that soul group that have to catch up. So they're going through a lot in a very short period of time. And they have to catch up to where the rest of the group is. Or there are those in the soul group that have to slow down so the rest of them can catch up. And that's also part of we do... Uh, big step evolutions as groups and 
it seems that we're at a time right now that the planets are are helping us get caught up with some of our soul families and our soul groups. So that might also be another reason. Okay. Another question that someone asked was about anxiety and panic. And I see and I hear the angels are telling me that anytime we go through a change that's uncomfortable, it has that potential to trigger anxiety or panic or stress for us. And oftentimes stress can move into a, a place of panic for us. Um, so I think it's how and how and what coping mechanisms you're using. And if those coping mechanisms can help you through this transition, or if you need to develop some different coping techniques, some different coping mechanisms. So let's say in the past, a coping mechanism was you did yoga every day or you, you did meditation. And all of a sudden you find that those things just don't help you at all. You're still stressed out. You still have a lot of anxiety and panic. It might be that your new coping technique might be you get in water every day or you just make sure that you're getting hydrated. Um, that's a good thing anyway. Um, you might walk, go for a walk every day, but it's adjust your patterns because that also opens up and shifts these filtering mechanisms that we have. Okay. Do you have anything to add to that? Would I know? I know. Talking to you before that, um, a common misconception is that like uh, there's like the veil between spirits and stuff in the night. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to word this exactly, but what if you're feeling a lot more anxiety at night or a lot more anxiety during the day, but not vice versa? Is there something to that? Is there? Well, I think. Uh, what comes to me is when we talk about the veil, the old teachings where the veil is the thinnest right. at night. And actually what I've been hearing for a long time now is the veil really doesn't exist. We have access to other dimensions and other fields at all times of the day. However, at night we are more relaxed. We have a tendency to calm down, you know, to especially during sleep time our brain isn't working as much and and so we are more aware that's when all our human guards drop and our emotions are a little bit rawer so it's it's not that it, and if we want to call that's the veil that we're the veil and we're shielding us you know that's another way we can look at it but i think that nighttime it's because we're more relaxed. There isn't as much activity going on around us, perhaps. So we're more raw or susceptible for that. But also, here in North America, we're in primetime summer, and that is more light coming into the planet. And since there's more light coming into the planet, just like when I mentioned the planets that we're absorbing, I mean, we are walking billions of, of cells of receptors. So we are constantly pulling information and storing it. And we do that when things are illuminated to us. So there's so much light coming in, we are getting bombarded with more codes and keys from the universe. And then when it gets dark out, there's not as much light. 
that's kind of like that retrograde part where we go more internal and we start processing it. It's it's kind of like you gather stuff all day long and then at night you process it. So would it be fair to say that for some people it might be a little difficult to process that at night? Yeah, it is because they it's it's to process it you have to surrender. You have to let go of control. You have to be in it. You can't avoid it. Um, evolution is something that you can't run from. You can't hide from. You you, you got to go through it. You just have to experience it. And as I said, the uncomfortableness that we have around change. I mean, we we even tell ourselves, "I don't like to change," or "I'm change um, change adverse." You know, we come up with terms like that instead of saying that. We are all about change. Our cells are constantly regenerating, constantly. Um, we are constantly being um, filtered to or we're receiving information from everything that we interact with. You and I are, are sitting across a table from each other, but we're in each other's energy field. So there's a receive and a take. There's a give and a take of the energy no matter where we are. And in between us, there's we're in my office, there's rocks and crystals all over. So there's an exchange. We're constantly getting information. And part of our evolution is I could sit in the same office tomorrow or a week from now and I could get different information from the rocks and crystals because I'm changing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, one more question. Um, would you have any advice on how one could... Maybe ease into the ease into being able to take in that information. Any like maybe breathing exercises or meditation. Meditation is good. Okay. You know, um, music, slow music, not heavy metal or you know loud music to ease in. But I have to be honest, Jake. A lot of what I'm seeing is people have been avoiding this change for a long time. Okay. And it's hitting them really hard. And that's what some of these planets are, is there is no longer any avoidance. It is going to be hard and fast and pretty intense for a lot of people. Um, left up to our human being, many people would continue to avoid the evolution. And that's why it can be so intense, is perhaps those have been avoiding the intensity or they are, um, you know, I, I, you said that this energy isn't impacting you as much, but I know that there were times in the last year that the intensity of the energy did hit you really, really hard. Yeah. And so we all have, it's, it's like we're not all on the same roller coaster, right? We're, we're all on different roller coasters going up and down and around on, on the track. And so it's going to hit. Um, but I think that most people, they can't avoid it. So breathing will help them to experience whatever intensity they're experiencing, but they can no longer avoid it. That's actually a great question. Anything else? I don't think so. So there was one other comment on here, and this was about personal setbacks and negative energy. And um, I don't know if this is a question about that this person was experiencing setbacks and a potential negative energy, 
what I would, how I have started to look at negative energy quite a while ago is, is number one, I want to stop calling it negative energy. It's energy. And um, in the laws of the universe, there's all cause and effect. Good, bad, white, black, sun, moon. You know, it's, it's opposites. And so we have to have that shadow energy or what we might think is negative energy to create the positive energy, okay? And we have to have the positive energy to show us where the negative energy is. Does that make sense? They have to, you have to have both in order to evolve. So it's not a bad thing. And I, and I want to get that message across because they're telling me that the energy that we're feeling, the intensity that we're feeling is not a bad thing. We don't, some of us don't like it. It might create some havoc in our lives or it might create some, some things that we weren't prepared for. But it's not meant to be negative or it's not meant to hurt us. Would it be safe to say that the energy isn't negative, it's just how we perceive it is? That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And it's, it's how we approach it. And it's, it's um, how I look at it as, I can call it negative because it's, it's a way, or I can call it an uncomfortable energy because it's a way to communicate to people what it is. But I don't look at it as bad. And I welcome it. And I can honestly say I didn't always welcome that. Uh, times when I get triggered now or I experience an emotion now and it's uncomfortable, it doesn't mean that I have to like it, but I welcome it because I know it's pushing me through a point of evolution. Okay? And that's the difference is I I know as long as I just walk right through it or experience it and the purpose of it showing up is so that I can walk through it, It that also makes it more comfortable for me because I know it's going to be short-lived. It's like, okay, I just got to do this. It's like, it's like jumping into cold water, you know, or jumping into the, the, an unheated swimming pool. It's like you just got to jump in and just get over that shock, but you know it's going to be okay. Does that make sense? So in this time of energy shifts, the, the amusement that I have or the joy that I have is that we are forever changing. We're, we're not going to be done with this. There's going to be cycles. And each cycle is meant to help us on a personal level. But also remember that as you're going through your own transformation, you're contributing to the oneness of whatever it is you are experiencing. So if you are working through, let's say, a great loss in your life, you've, you've lost a loved one, and you're dealing with grief in that sense, as you work through that, you're working through your personal grief. You truly are. But there are also many out there in the world that are also dealing through levels of grief and that is a, that is a community so you're assisting and you're part of that community that is also going through that particular emotion and we have those collective consciousness groups around emotions i could say the 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 true is on the opposite side like if you're experiencing this 
great love, this tremendous love, you're also contributing to that collective consciousness and pumping that out into the universe to expand it, heal it, evolve it, whatever that is. And we don't think of love as needing evolution or needing a change, but it does. Right now, how we love, how we show love, how we experience, how we share it is going through a massive evolution. And so if you're in that place where you can just sit and meditate and send love out to the world in in the format that might be different for you, I, I would ask you to do that and contribute to that collective consciousness of shifting how and, and how we look at and how we experience love. All right. Any questions? I don't think so. All right. Well, I want to thank you for listening. And this is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. I've truly enjoyed chatting with you tonight. Have a good day. Thank you.